Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Super Baby Written by Luke Condor Narrated by Sophie Kamal He's cheating on me There was silence on the other end of the phone A long sigh and a tutting You don't know that Freya It's just your hormones. They're all over the place. It's completely natural, dear. First, you get the negative results from the IVF people. Then you start questioning your self-worth, start believing that David should be sleeping with other people. And you start looking for clues that aren't there, putting pieces together to make a puzzle. You know? Like a picture puzzle, Raya said. Yeah, a picture of David cheating on you. She wiped her nose full of sniffles onto the tissue in her free hand and placed it on the counter. 
She closed the cash drawer shut with a ding and picked up the shop keys. An uncomfortably long silence passed as Freya turned to look at the thing tucked up on the shop counter. Its eyes looking over at her, staring at her in silence, its mouth gawping open with curiosity. A cute thing, Freya thought, but a thing nonetheless. Mum, I... Freya, is everything okay? The words were on the edge of her tongue, but the memories were all over her mind, pounding back and forth like a brick in a washing machine, blistering her sides. There was no goddamn picture puzzle. She'd seen it, smelled it, had the bruising on her arm where David's fat fingers had grabbed her and yanked on her. Don't you fucking leave me, he'd screamed as if she were in the wrong. She'd driven back at lunch to pick up her CrossFit gear, but walked in on them. Found the trail of clothes on the floor, the messed up bed, and then followed their steam-laden giggles to the bathroom to see the two throbbing pink bodies in the shower, obscured in the frosted shower curtains. Freya? Her mum said again, bringing her back to the present. I'm fine, mum. I just... I'm closing up early. I'm going to go home and have a bath and get some rest. Yeah, you do that, dear. By tomorrow morning, you'll have a new lease on life. They said their goodbyes and Freya locked up the front doors, flicked the cardboard sign from open to closed and looked back at her little shop. Baba Booze. Racks and stacks of overpriced artisan baby clothes, bibs with hand-stitched pictures of cartoon animals and baby bottles made from BPA-free plastics and the like. She reached her arm up and pressed the little red button. A second later, and the metal shutters screamed as they unrolled themselves and dropped down the shop window, closing her off from the outside world. Once they had settled themselves down into the groove on the floor, she walked towards the back exit, turned, and then looked at the thing. What else to call it? A crying, pooping, peeing thing. A few bits and pieces of hair, some fatty rolls and cute little rosy cheeks. A thing. A thing, a thing, a thing. But definitely not a baby. Sure, it had all the same shapes and traits of a baby, but it didn't come from anywhere a baby would come from. Then again, what the hell do I know, she said to it as she patted her lower stomach. It definitely didn't come from me. The thing looked at her with its wet, goo-goo eyes. I'm infertile, aren't I? She jested. Little old barren me. What do you think? What do I call you? I don't even know if I should give you a name. I don't want to get attached. She walked over to it now, wrapped in borrowed stock from the shop floor and rested the back of her hand on its forehead. The soft, delicate skin was warm and it giggled with delight at her touch. It was cute, Freya thought. Very cute. Maybe if I had a baby, David wouldn't have done that, she said to nobody. It smiled now and she found herself smiling back, staring deeply into its beautiful, pure white eyes, blue galaxies trapped within, and bottomless, inky wells in their centres. The thing had a talent for soothing her anxieties. It steadied her heartbeat, calmed her breathing. Fine, then. A baby. A baby boy. What 
would David say about you, she said. What would that cheating piece of sh- shish kebab say? She stopped herself and looked back to it. An urge bloomed in her to pick it up, scoop it into her arms, kiss its soft, sweet head and rock it gently to sleep. It was on the way back that she'd found it. After she'd stormed out of the flat, managing to hold back her bawling until she found herself on the driveway and onto the stormy roads, the weather was doing its best to match her mood. And then she drove. Where to? She had no idea. But the driving seemed as good an idea as any, as she screamed, FUCK! over and over, occasionally punctuating the FUCKS with a slamming of her fist against the steering wheel. Why? she'd said aloud through sobs. Why, David? Why? She'd barely noticed the glowing egg falling from the skies towards her car. A spherical burst of orange flames crashing so hard into the bonnet it shunted the entire backside up into the air, rocking Freya up and down. She stopped crying and proceeded to scream, instantly slamming the brakes and letting go of the clutch. A few seconds later and the engine stalled. She'd sat there for a good few minutes, whimpering and looking around herself. As far as she could tell, she was okay. The car was upright. She hadn't hurt herself. No steam or smoke coming from the engine, but... God, what? Or who? Had she hit? She stepped outside of the car, braced by the cold autumnal winds, and was happy to see the roads were empty. The industrial estate to her right was shut for the day, and nobody was dumb enough to have a day in the playground to her left. She saw the groove knocked into the bonnet, a receptacle rapidly filling with rainwater. She went to get back inside when she noticed the smoke coming from the nearby trees. She stepped towards it. Her mouth dropped open and she let out an accidental, Fuck me! as she saw the little thing looking back at her. Amber glass shards around it, eyes big and blue, a wide smile, gorgeous laughter that warmed her. Oh, no she said. She didn't waste a second in picking up the baby and taking him inside the car. She took off a vintage cardigan and wrapped him up in it. She thought about calling the police or the ambulance or the lost baby people, whoever they were. But first things first, she needed to get the baby warmed up and fed and she knew the perfect place to do it. Amazingly, the baby didn't cry for a second. Not when she took him to the shop, not when she put the diaper on, and not when she picked up the Mama's Special Boy t-shirt and pulled it over his head and shoulders. The kid just giggled and smiled and kept his galactic eyes right on hers, and she couldn't help herself from looking back at him. Once he was warmed and settled and sat up next to the till, she finally pulled her phone out of her pocket. She dialed her mum. A quick, non-conversation about puzzle pieces, and there she was, standing next to the thing, the baby boy. It reached out and half pointed at the bruises on her arm and she smiled. Don't worry, I'm okay. And then finally, the baby started to sob. It was bound to happen at some point, but it didn't hurt Freya's ears any less. Don't cry, little boy, please don't cry. Are you hungry? She whipped up some of the organic formula she had in the stockroom, warmed it up in the staff room microwave, but the baby wouldn't take it cried and cried regardless of how many silly faces or aeroplane noises Freya made. 
It's okay, she said as she picked him up, rocking him in her arms. It's okay, baby. The tears slowed and the baby settled again, quiet and comfortable. And then there was a knock at the door. Freya, a voice said. Instantly, her heart skipped and panic pulsed through her. It was David. Go away, she said, loud enough to sound like she meant it without scaring the baby. I'm not going anywhere. Please. Flashes of her David came to her. Not the sweaty red one from the shower, but the real David. The one who'd proposed to her, kissed her, expressed his love time and time again in words and actions. She sighed, acquiesced and walked to the shutters, called for him to go around to the back. When she opened the door, he poured in, sopping wet, and followed her onto the shop floor. The poor fucker looked like he was about to break into an apologetic soliloquy before he saw the baby. Freya didn't know what to expect from him. Confusion or some innate fatherly instinct, but not the reddening anger that descended over his face. He shook his head and through gritted teeth asked, What the fuck is that? I don't know where he came from, she said. I found him on the side of the road, but he's sweet. I didn't know what to do, did I? I couldn't leave him out there, he'd freeze to death. Without a second thought, he walked towards her and slapped her clean across the face. Ah! She stumbled backwards and clasped her now red raw cheek. You think this is some sort of game? You think you can parade some baby in front of me and like it doesn't hurt me too? It's not my fucking fault I'm sterile. What? But you said, said it was me. He went towards her again and she winced. Instead, he went for the baby, grabbing it and lifting it up. It instantly burst into more tears. Please, David, don't hurt him. Hurt him? I'm not a fucking monster, Frey. I'm taking him to the police station. Some poor motherfuckers are worried sick about their missing kid whilst you're playing pretend and dress up. I wasn't. David, I promise I wasn't. Fucking get your stuff. We're going. The baby's crying was loud now, deafening almost. It writhed and shook meekly in David's grip. Its eyes remained on hers as she walked past David into the back to grab her things, still with her hand against her cheek. The hot taste of rust on the inside of her mouth and the dizzying rush of blood to her head. She felt sick. She walked past the staff room kitchen and into the toilet, checked her face in the mirror. A dark patch on her cheek was formed beneath her eye, which was now raw around the lid, the white scoured with pink webbing. Her breathing slowed a little as she caught her breath calmed herself down. It wasn't the first time David had lost his temper. It was the first time sober, though. He was right. They couldn't keep that kid. He belonged to someone. They had to take him somewhere. The police were as good a bet as any. She wiped the running eyeliner from her cheeks. After all, it wasn't her baby. It was just a thing, right? And then from the shop floor stopped her dead and she dropped the tissue. A guttural howl struck her spine and shocked her to stillness. She turned her head to the door and instantly thought of the baby. She leapt to the door, placed her hand on the handle and stopped herself. The crying had stopped. There was silence now, mostly. She strained to listen. Quiet, but definitely there. A soft, wet, chewing sound as if the baby was suckling on something. It was difficult to say what, though. 
David, she said, but there was no answer. One more go. David? There? Her hand shook as she turned the handle and pushed open the door. The sight didn't make sense at first. She simply stepped forward and looked around like she was surrounded by algebraic formulas that needed solving. But the problem was too difficult to process and her foot slipped and she slammed onto the wet floor. A crying now, not from the baby, but from her. The red pulsing out of David's neck, pooling around the linoleum floor, was already at her knees, soaking into her tights, the warm fluid finding the gaps between her toes. She dared herself to look at David's face, blank and confused, a rattling death groan escaping his blood-filled mouth. The baby's blue T-shirt now soaked in blood. It was sat next to him, with teeth that weren't there before, and a chunk of what she supposed was David's throat in its mouth. His lips smacked as he chewed on the raw flesh like a dog with a dried pig's ear. Panic-stricken, Freya remained still, even after the baby had its fill of David's meat. Slowly, its body lifted up from David's side, hovering and unobstructed by hands. It lifted up a foot into the air and flew towards Freya, blood dripping to the floor like a broken faucet. Its blue eyes on hers, and only hers. Please, no, please, she said through tears. The baby continued to float towards her, giggling and laughing. Mama, were its first words, a cute little chuckling. Mama! And Freya couldn't help herself. She couldn't help but smile at the thing. No, not the thing. Her beautiful, oh, so beautiful baby boy. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Super Baby was written by Luke Condor, narrated by Sophie Kamal, edited by Carl Hughes with music by Chris Zabriskie and Tom Robson. We're handing over the TOS keys to you guys. This month's theme of superheroes was handpicked by you, the listeners. Now we're asking you to pick next month's theme. Space or monsters? You decide. And you can do that by heading over to www.hawkandcleaver.com and casting your vote now. We're also gearing up to release our next print edition, which collects volumes 7 to 9, and we're giving away 5 free copies. So to be in with a chance to win, again, head over to www.hawkandcleaver.com and follow the instructions. Until next time. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.